Welcome to the Blockchain Hustle, where I take a look at some interesting plays of how blockchain technology is opening up new business vistas across multiple industries. Hi everyone, this is your host Meenu Sareen and welcome to another episode of the podcast Blockchain Hustle. In today's episode under NFT or the non-fungible token, I intend to share with you some basic understanding of what a non-fungible token is. Now, NFT involves two concepts. One of them is tokens and the other one is fungibility. Let's start with the first one, which is the tokens. What are tokens? Now, if you really want to get into the depth of the what tokens are, I had covered this a point about tokens in one of my earlier episodes called the asset tokenization. So you can refer to that later on for details. But as a quick brush up, tokens are digital representations, they're digital assets, they're digital representations of the unit of value which is issued by an entity. And broadly speaking, we bucket tokens into three categories, payment tokens, security tokens, and the asset tokens. Now, payment tokens are those tokens which we use for making the payment when we are buying some product, for example, a Bitcoin. Utility tokens are tokens which we use to access, which are required to access a utility or a service. And the third one, which is the asset tokens, they are representing some real physical, real world assets. Examples could be uh, representing or tokenizing a building, tokenizing a painting, or you could even tokenize some financial instrument, say a bond. And in that case, we call them as security tokens. And as NFTs, these tokens or these digital assets, they have, they have their ownership recorded or stored on a blockchain. And these NFT digital assets, they can either be a pure digital asset or they could be tokenized versions of some real world asset. So this covers on the tokens part. Let's get on to the next part, which is on the fungibility. So before that, let me give you a brief definition of what fungibility is. An asset is said to be fungible if its individual units are interchangeable and each unit is the same as the other. That is, it cannot be distinguished. Well, that's cool, but what exactly is it? Well, let's say we take a $10 note. Now, if you have a $10 note, you could exchange it with, say, two $5 notes, or you could do it, exchange it with 10 $1 notes. And in each of these exchanges, the value of the transaction remains constant. That is $10, it doesn't change. And this is fungibility. That exchange, you can do it without it losing its value. Now, this is essential. This fungibility is essential when we are talking about a medium of exchange like a fiat currency. But this is not something we require when we talk about collectibles. Imagine you have the Mona Lisa and you want to exchange the Mona Lisa with Da Vinci's Last Supper or with the Vitruvian Man or a combination of the two. Or let's say you would exchange the Mona Lisa or a fraction of the Mona Lisa with some real huge uh, 
uh, real estate in say Santa Barbara. That doesn't work. When it comes to collectibles, people want to buy something which is unique, one of a kind, non-fungible. And they want to be assured that they have the original item. So authentication and provenance. Provenance is that they know is a, is a chain or the link of ownership, that they know where it has come from. They value these two things. And we'll come back to these two items a little bit later on. Now coming to fungibility in the digital assets, let's say Bitcoin. Now Bitcoins are interchangeable. One Bitcoin is the same as the other. You don't bother about its provenance. That is, if you acquire a Bitcoin, you don't bother about who had this Bitcoin previous to me, who had the Bitcoin prior to that person and so on. As long as you have a Bitcoin and your value is the same as what is given in the market, you have a regular Bitcoin. But let's say you have a scenario where you take a Bitcoin and you add some kind of a unique marker or an identifier to it. Each of these Bitcoins is now distinguishable. They become non-fungible. And that is your NFT. Now, the earliest examples of NFTs was in the gaming and in the tokenization. And one of the earlier examples here was on something called CryptoKitties. This was a game of virtual cats which was built on Ethereum and players collected, breed and exchanged virtual cats. And these cats are called the CryptoKitties. Now, each of these CryptoKitties is unique and it is indivisible. And it was, and even perhaps now, it's worth a lot of money. And one of the trivia is the craze at that time was so high that it slowed down transactions and caused a very heavy network congestion on Ethereum. Now we see the NFTs are evolving also away from, or including rather, apart from gaming and tokenization, it has explored a lot of possibilities for the artist. So for example, the people's uh, artwork, which was sold for 60, 67 or $69 million, right? So it has explored the possibilities for these artists in terms of the global outreach and they don't need some kind of a middleman or an intermediary to do so. So this is about a basic understanding of what an NFT is. In my next episode, I would touch upon uh, how, what is the value of an NFT? How, will, how does it secure uh, the value of an NFT? And some of the considerations which go behind creating an NFT. I do hope that you would look forward to that episode and I also look forward to seeing you in the next one. So till then, stay safe and thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Blockchain Hustle. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, please do leave a short review, like it, share it, download it, subscribe to it. What should I talk about next? Please do let me know your suggestions by writing to me at Minu at vlsiconsultancy.com or through any of the other contact channels as shared in the episode notes. Thanks.